We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Veil Podcast, written by Mildura Living Magazine. Spring issue out now. I mean, it's written by... Well, it's not written by, I'm just... It's a play on words, Charlie. Oh, okay. Like a double entendre. Sorry, and we're back. Yeah, we are. I think you're a little bit late with that one. Yeah. Mm. Yes, some lovely magazines right here. Yeah. We've now got a permanent collection of Mildura living in the centre of the studio at Network House, who had their AGM during the week, by the way. Yeah. Did you make it on the board? Via Zoom. No, I'm not on the... Oh, God. I can't be on any more committees. Sure you could. No. And it becomes a conflict of interest, particularly here, because I, I... use the space and I'm on council and it's no messy messy but Quentin does a great job yes doesn't he oh sorry this is coming out Saturday isn't it (laughs) yes I forgot so yes it would have been during the week so professional (laughs) how have you been Shalutz uh great we missed you last week at Mildura Living actually yeah what was I doing uh, you were at lunch with Quentin Norton oh, for his birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Um, How was it? Good. Went to the pub. Now, I just need to do a little bit of housekeeping first as far as the COVID stuff in Robinvale goes. It was falsely reported on a couple of channels during the week or end of last week that there was a new case in Robinvale. That is incorrect. It was just the case that had been reclassified to Mildura because they're a Mildura-based hospital has come home. So they're doing much better, which is fantastic. And that's what we want. Mm. Out of hospital, come home to Mildura, uh, to Robinvale. So we now have two active cases, um, but no new ones. And we've done, I can't believe we have escaped. On either, look, our bookends, Mildura have been Swan smashed. Hill. Swan Hill still being smashed. And... Um, by this, there will be. By the time this comes out, there will be some more news, but I can't talk about it with you now. So we'll update that. You've later. got COVID. No, <laughs> you twit. Anyway, um, so with having said all that, though, there are some finally some more walk-in vaccination sessions which are happening, probably. Last yeah, couple during days. the week, the last couple of days. But I will have, I will also have done a couple of um, updated videos on my Facebook page, which so have been good. It's fine. They've been good, have they? Yeah. Oh my god. I Hang them. on, stop. Just need to collect myself yeah. whilst Shalutz gives me a compliment. Yeah. My husband hates them. They're hard yeah. to watch, but they've been good. What do you mean? <laughs> Hard to watch. Wow. (laughs) Thanks very much. Anyway, Bendigo Health are facilitating some uh, walk-in vaccination sessions. There was one on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Um, Hopefully, in addition to this, I'm just reading Anita. uh, How good is Anita at Robinvale District Health? She's fantastic. In addition, Far West Local Health District and the ADF will be doing two concurrent clinics in Belranald. And I know we have Belranald listeners. Hi, Carmelista. On Thursday the 28th between 1pm and 3, one will be at the Anderson, at Anderson Park in Perry Street and one will provide a free barbecue and the nice. other will be at the Euston Bowling and Recreation Club. A snag and a jab. Well. Love it. Can't go wrong. No, you really can't, can yeah. you? And MVAC have done a bit of work too with helping to alleviate some of the isolation issues within some of the households that Is have been affected. the mobile bus here? The, which mobile bus? The uh, Madas have got a bus. This, it was in Mildura, it's in Kerrang, it's in someone here as well. No, because MVAC have got everything covered here, um, which is great. They're, um, they've got some RVs, which are here and Swan Hill. 
helping with just, you know, because sometimes there's a lot of families that have visited one another and this a case has sprung up and they need a bit of extra space. So um, yeah. that has been has been really good as well. And now we're in more freedom since last night. I know. See how I've done that? <laughs> I even remembered that it was last night. Good work. Yeah. Which means what, Charlie? Give us the update. Wow. There's heaps of stuff happening. Oh, really? So <laughs> social and recreational. Uh, you can have 10 people, uh, including dependents, can visit your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to 30 people, including their dependents. How many? 30. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can gather outside, and so in public. Um, indoor community sports are open for a minimum number of uh, people. That's such a relief. Basketball. Basketball can yeah. finally start, and it does start on the 8th of November. Nice. Hooray! Uh, masks only required uh, inside now which is good. Um, pubs, restaurants and cafes can open uh, for seated service uh, of fully vaccinated people. <laughs> but no vertical drinking. <laughs> oh, that is would have to be the funniest term to come out of this entire ben- no vertical pandemic. Drinking. Vertical drinking or eating. Uh, and up to 500. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'd much prefer and horizontal eating, no, if I'm honest. <laughs> Let me finish. So people, yeah, uh, vaccinated people indoors and non-seated service to up to 500 fully vaccinated people outdoors. Wait, can you give me that last one again? Yeah, that's all. So pubs and restaurants and yep. cafes can open for seated services uh, to fully vaccinated people indoors and non-seated service to up to 500 fully vaccinated people outdoors. Oh, so we can vertically drink outside? Yeah. Hooray! Okay. Oh, that is good news. That oh. makes me think about um, limoncello cocktails at the Jack around the pool on the lawn. Nice. Mm. You probably won't fit 500 because it's de- up to density limit. But no, but obviously also we don't need 500 people. I'd be happy with five or ten. Yeah, I don't even like five people. No, well, the, and this is the thing, like, <laughs> I've actually, I've, <laughs> I've not, like, disliked a lot of the social distancing yeah. thing and it takes care of the having to shake people's hands or kiss uh, and... Yeah. It takes that mm. awkwardness out. Yeah. Uh, work from home if you can, uh, but if you can go to work, uh, if you're fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, hairdressers, beauty, personal care, open for fully vaccinated people. Retail, all open. Education, uh, early childhood education, care is open. Um, all students return to school in addition to safety measures in place. So I dare say your schools would have contacted you about that. Uh, on-site adult education returns for fully vaccinated Victorians. But I dare say uni's almost done, isn't it? Yeah, uni would be just to. Hey, is Ethan done yet? Yeah. I'm desperate for him to come back in and he's, replace uh, him. <laughs> well, bring him up because he's, oh, he's really? about. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Might take him to Mildura with me on Friday. I'm going to be there. It's not about you, Charlie. Actually, bring him up because I haven't seen him in ages. Yeah, okay. You're in Robinvale right now. Why don't you go and see him while you're here? He's working. Oh, where's he working? At the golf club? At the golf club. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to know the last one? Yeah, go, please. Sorry. Uh, so religious ceremonies, because I know you're very religious. I am spiritual. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so weddings, funerals, and religious services return for fully vaccinated people indoors and 500, doesn't say how many numbers, but indoors, and 500 outdoors with density limits. Wow. So weddings are back. Weddings you know, are back. If you have it outside. Mm. It, we had ours outside. The weather's good. Have a barbecue. Yeah, we we pretty much had pizza. We had it in Halls Gap. Was all outside with pizza and a roll up bar. I was roll up as in fruit roll ups. 
<laughs> no, not fruit roll ups. It was in a truck that <laughs> came in, and yeah, it was it was fab. There's a lot to unpack there, but they're all on the coronavirus website, yeah. and so are the, the government. Yeah, so is the new conditions that I did read over the the weekend with regard to. It's not easy reading. Forget it. You don't have to read it. Yeah. Those ones that they put out. The dot points. The, yeah, the dot points are much easier That's to all you read. Need to know. Correct. But, you know, and I I'm do sure get asked a lot of questions. You're doing something wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what's funny? You know how you could, during the hard lockdown, mm. you could do your four hours socialising or outdoor exercise? I don't think you could do four hours no, you socialising. Could, could you? That was the rules. You can do four hours outdoor socialising or exercising. Okay. With one other household. Right. So went for a walk with the dogs and Judy and Quint. Mm. Uh, Quint got pulled up by the cops. Why? Wasn't, wasn't wearing his mask. Oh. Yeah. But I didn't think you had to wear a mask if you were exercising. Oh, we're only walking dogs. If you're running, you don't. Oh. Mm. Just got to get it out there because he was he been embarrassed. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, oh. we've, um, we've actually had some numbers in spin class drop back too because of these rules that have come in and came in really quickly without much warning True. to be double vaccinated. There's some people that have had their first, haven't had their second yet, that can't come in because you can't. Are they booked in though? Yes, but that doesn't fly with a lot of these facilities now, mm. particularly the indoor sports venues. So when we do hit, hopefully everything Oh, no, they're still fully vaxxed. Ah, I have got those. One moment, please. Anita, again, my COVID messiah, sent me the vaccination rates, 43549. I'll just talk amongst myself. Okay, just talk amongst yourself. Okay, I've got some immunisation data today for Medicare holders. So this doesn't include non-Medicare holders, and I know that they've done over 2,000 of those. I've got some immunisation data today for Medicare holders in the 3549 postcode. And first dose numbers are in the high 70s, but second dose second dose is under 50%. Yeah, right. Yeah, our non-Medicare holders the are doing 70s. much better with over 2,500 fully vaccinated. That's wow. amazing. That's, uh, what, nearly 70% of our population? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If you go by the census. If you go by the census, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah which then – so as far as the municipality goes, we're at uh, greater than 95% and they're not going to report any more than that. Oh. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to – No, you numbers, wouldn't want to get the numbers wrong. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to have the numbers contradict themselves. Right, we've got a very special guest. So we're going to um, play this little Robin Vale Golf Club ad and then come back with it. What? Didn't you want to talk about the um, – Melbourne Cup. We'll yeah. do that on on the way out, mate. Oh, right. Chill out. Take your game in a new direction, northwest or downstream to Robinvale. With a brand new resort development, a magnificent 18-hole golf course, amazing food and entertainment in the clubhouse, it's a perfect spot for a quick getaway or extended golf trip. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort. We're being treated today, Charlie, to lunch at the Workshop Creative. <coughs> How delicious. Yes, so yeah, there, and I had never, yeah. I had no idea it was so good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't go to. I, I used to be a member at Waves back in the day, so I would go in and out frequently, but haven't been in there since they've had the big upgrade. Have well, you? Uh, yeah, mm. uh, it used to be uh, Witch Doctor. Now we are at Mildura Living today at the Workshop Creative, and we've got Jan Goodison here. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much, both of you. Hey, Jan, for, um, you yes, yes. 
Yes. So now we wanted to get you in first of all because Kirsten mentioned last week that you love to do interviews over champagne. <laughs> so I thought, well, this is going to be a good fit. <laughs> well, you know, any any excuse for champagne, isn't it? You know, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Especially yeah. these days, mm. I just think. Mm. And your the article that Kirsten wrote about you, I think, rang true because when you talk about using your heirloom knife, you know, that's been in the family for mm. generations, and you pull it out any time you have cake, I think that sort of thing. And we'll talk about that a bit more in a minute but not waiting until yep. there's a special occasion yes, now that's I, exactly right i mm. think that's more important now than ever yeah yeah and um you know I, I don't know whether i'm foolish or not but i usually when i do meet my couples um they do know i'll have a glass of champagne in in front of me you know and i always have to assure them that i certainly will not turn up drunk at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> do you leave drunk on occasion no. though <laughs> Oh, no, make it more interesting. I reckon it would too. <laughs> no, and some of them are very nice and slip me a, a little bottle at the end of proceedings, you know, after I've married them, which is very nice, but it's certainly not expected. But um, so, I just think it's nice right. to be able to sit and talk, you know, with any kind of drink, really. Mm, mm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You didn't mention that um, uh, Jan's a I didn't, but I, the segue <laughs> is, Charlie, the segue is, Charlie, that people will have bought the magazine. They can read the article at yes, length. Do you not know how this sponsorship and cross-promotion no, no, thing no, works? No, yes, right. that's probably very important, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is very important. I'll be thinking, what on earth does she interview <laughs> people about with a glass of champagne? Well, your champagne, what's your favourite? Um, well, I, I, I have to say I do like the French, you know, mm. Murray, yeah, and, uh, yes. Uh, what about Dom yeah. Perignon? Oh, yes, but, yes, that's very uh, rare. It is <laughs> rare. splash out on that. Mm. Yes, but, um, no, I, I do like French champagne. Yeah. Yes. No. It, there's no one – well, it's champagne for yeah, a reason is. really, isn't it? And, I mean, I think the difference is too, as one of my really good friends um, who's very much into wine said, you know, it's because they source the, the grapes from that champagne area. Mm. Yeah, so um, it really is different. Mm. Mm. It really is yes, different. Yeah, and I love mum, you know, mum. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Charlie gave me a bottle of that for my 40th. Yes, yes. It's delicious. Yes, it is. That's I was going to save it for a special occasion, but it's yes. gone. Because I don't... I'm yeah, we did. When Luke had done the marathon. Mm. Oh, yeah, we did too. Yeah. That, I, I, don't <laughs> know whether, I don't know whether that was the same Friday bottle, night drinkies, yeah. Well, yeah, Friday lunchtime. Mm. Let's talk about that because you do talk about the champagne glasses, the mm. Macmillan family champagne yes, glasses yes, and the yeah. knife. Mm. And we were talking earlier about <laughs> just bringing them out and about... The type. Let's talk about the type of champagne glasses they were first. Yes, yes, yes. Well, they were they were bought. You know, obviously they were bought. Um, you know, in the early fifties, uh, and so they were very much a part of that fifties. You know, um, sort of scene, and they're the traditional saucer type uh, champagne glasses with the hollow stem. Mm. And uh, we were also joking and saying before originally that that was that's a classic champagne glass, uh, and it was supposed to have been modelled on one of the courtesans of France was boob, if I can. <laughs> Um, so you've got that sort of saucer shape. But mm-hmm. um, but then it was – I'm just trying to think. I think it was probably in the 70s maybe. Uh, they, they actually outlawed um, the saucer shape with the, with the empty stem mm. uh, because uh, it, in terms of health because they couldn't clean it properly. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's sort of when we went to flutes. Um, I might be wrong on yeah. this and there might be wine – 
Uh, oh. Experts out there that so, can correct uh, me. Mm. Was it your mum that bought them, or uh, yes, ma- yeah, uh, yes, and and they they were very much ones for you know celebrating anniversaries <laughs> and birthdays. Yes, yes, or Friday lunchtimes. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my dad, I can always remember my dad liked, and I mean, we I think we probably turned out, you know, sparkling um, burgundy. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember sparkling. Yes, <laughs> my well, mm, sparkling burgundy, like no. burgundies and. A cooking wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I used to think it was dreadful, mm. you know. It is. Uh, but, well, I, I think it's made a bit of a comeback, actually. Yeah. Well, I think now they position it as like a sparkling Shiraz oh, Cabernet oh, yeah, blend. Yes. Maybe or that's a, it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But I used to think, but Dad used to used to like that. He, he was very much, he liked his beer, mm. but um, he, he did like. Sparkling burgundy. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yes, he did. He did like eating out um, as well. So you think he would have maybe indulged in more wines than sparkling burgundy? But no, that was his, that was his favourite. Yeah, oh so. well. Yeah. Was he? Was he? A- oh, sorry. What they do? Uh, yeah, my, no, I grew up on a fruit block. Yeah, yeah a soldier settlement block. My um, yeah, my dad was a returned soldier. He was an aircraft engineer in the Second World War, yeah. stationed on a uh, an island, which I still have to find out the name from because yeah. the fighter planes used to fight, uh, fly in, and the, the dad and his team would fix them, and then they'd fly out. So it was off the coast of uh, New Guinea, and of course it was uh, classified because if you know the enemy knew yeah, where it was, they'd bomb fine. it. Of And, you know, it's still on his record. It's only marked by um, a capital A and a capital something else. I think it's a B or something. There's no actual location. And it's one of my to-do... To yeah. do jobs to actually track down exactly what the name of the island was. Yeah, it was it. It wasn't released in his records. Yeah, so, so did your parents meet here and get married here, or they? Yeah, they um, they had a very interesting. Um, my back in the days when um, and a lot of a lot of listeners mightn't be aware, but you know, we used to have what they call mixed marriage, and that was you know if you were Presbyterian or Methodist or, <gasps> or anything, oh but non <laughs> yes. and the Catholics. You know, my yeah. dad grew up in that era where Catholics were teased and. Um, mm. Isolated mix. at school, mm. yeah, mix, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was a very devout Catholic. Um, and my mum, uh, bless her, my Scottish grandparents, my grandfather um, Alexander, he was uh, one of the first elders in the Redcliffe's uh, Church, uh, Presbyterian Church. Yeah. And there's actually a pew there dedicated to him. So he was very much, uh, you know, Presbyterian. So when he and uh, mum got married, it was what they took, you know, class to mixed marriage. Yeah. But um, they got married first in the Redcliffe's church um at the presbyterian church then they drove down to ballarat and got married in the sacristy at st paul's <gasps> cathedral so they had two ceremonies so how forward thinking is i was that? gonna say geez, that's progressive what yeah. year was that oh, that was 1938 so wow that is incredibly progressive you don't, you don't do religious ceremonies though you're no no i definitely do not um uh, I actually only had one sister. My sister was a sister of Mercy Nun, and unfortunately, she passed away six weeks ago. Oh, and, sorry. Um, and we actually had her funeral service in um, St Pat's Cathedral, where oh. my parents were married. So yes, because that was where Anne lived, and uh, she actually came and taught at um, when she was, you know, in in the order. She actually came and uh, went and talked at Robinvale. So she did actually teach in the Catholic school at Robinvale there oh, for well, a while. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, so it's, yeah, if it goes around, yeah, doesn't doesn't it? Sorry. What years was she in Rumble? I really don't know. I'd have to look that up. She, I think she would have been called Sister Philippa then, and then you know the church progressed, and so of course they just went back to being called, and she then she just became Anne McMillan. Yeah. Um, you know, so they so, they kind of uh, modernised. Yeah, hmm. I, I, I had uh, none. So I had Sister Mary. Sister yeah. Yes. Yes. Sister Agnes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> mm, there you go. Yes, yes. So mum and dad, and um, I, I was always very, um, I just thought it was marvellous the way they managed, um, you know, managed that secular dis- uh difference because um, there was never any argument over religion and that was why my sister and I went away to boarding school. Uh, We had a public school education and uh, then we had a Catholic education for the last years of our life at boarding school. She went to Ballarat and I went to Melbourne. Yes. Oh, which boarding school in Melbourne? I went to Genesano Convent in Kew. Oh, Genesano. Oh, (laughs) must be nice. (laughs) Must be very nice. (laughs) Wow. Well, I'm glad you know it. Yeah. I spent a bit of time in Melbourne, but um, yeah. it, it must be poetic. When we, the article talks about yeah. things going full circle and yeah. keeping things in the family and celebrating moments. When your sister passed away and had the funeral at the same church that your parents were yes. married at, yes. that must yeah. have been quite a... It was. Yeah, yes. beautiful. Yes, it was. And it was do. during COVID. Um, and it was quite difficult because she passed away unexpectedly and, and we didn't have time to get down mm. to say goodbye, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I found that very difficult. Um, yes, but it was rather lovely. It was a very close personal, everyone just sat around. And it was a very small personal um, funeral um, because of COVID. Um, and Anne had had a lot to do with uh, the cathedral. Um, she was very talented artistically and she was very involved in the liturgy in the church and so she'd played a great part in um, lots of things that were happening at the cathedral. So th- it was good in that aspect as well, you know, not only the fact that mum and dad were married there but it, it meant a lot to Anne yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's beautiful. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that uh, that was special. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about why you came to – obviously you didn't go into the order of the church. No, I definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a celebrant now. What's led you – what's yes. led you to become a celebrant? Well, um, yet I think, um, you know, I, I was always sort of the one in the group that if anyone had to write something on a card, Jan, write the card. Or yeah. I, write, I, I write very sort of strange, obscure poetry. <laughs> and, um, you know, like I've, I've always – I'm probably a frustrated writer. So um, it appealed to me the fact of being able to use words to convey emotions. You know, it's someone's very important part of their life. Yeah, so um, – and I hugely believe – and that comes – you know, that that's what the article said. I, I really believe it's so important to – celebrate those moments as they happen because, you know, look how crazy the world's been lately and, um, you know, we don't know what's in the future. So, um, you know, you do need to to celebrate those happy times with friends and family while you can. Yeah, and pull out the heirlooms. Just yes, to... and pull out the heirlooms. Well, you yeah. should just be using those every day anyway, shouldn't you? Because, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, mm. any excuse to drink champagne. Exactly. <laughs> and use your, your knife to cut cake. Yeah. Yes. But I thought Make about... cake. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that and I thought I've got a beautiful set of Wedgwood crystal champagne yes. glasses oh, yes. that I got sent for my wedding, which was only four years ago. Yeah. But I would love for them to become an heirloom, yeah. but I've only used them twice. Yeah. 
Um, so you though. should you should stick no, I didn't use yeah. them on the wedding day because no, I didn't I didn't want to break them. And this is the thing because I didn't want to break them. Or I, know, I didn't want to, you know. I know. You I, should stick them out on a tray, you know, on a bench in your lounge or somewhere, so that you can visually visually see them. Oh, and I think, yeah, my kids would love that. <laughs> Have you, got, have you got little kitty beds? Yeah, they'd end up using them as swords or something. Uh, so but, but after reading this, I was like, you know what, I should just pull them out and have a champagne on the weekend for no reason mm. at all. Mm. Or if we have a cake or if I'm spreading and making a Nutella sandwich yes, for the yeah, kids, yeah. use the wedding yeah, cake knife. Yeah. And I used um, – I think heirlooms are important. I use, had my grandmother's wedding – you know the – Horseshoe. Yes, yeah. And that was her mother's. Yes. And it's been through, yes. obviously, yeah. my grandmother, yeah. my yeah. mum, my yeah. sister, yeah. and then me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've still got it. Yeah. So these things are important. Well, I, I was lucky enough to um, – my mum had Heather being Scottish and, you know, most most of our wedding traditions come from Scotland. Um, you know, the horseshoe, the flowing of, throwing of uh, rose petals, the way people walk in, you know. Because, really? Yes, yeah. They're all Scottish yeah, they're all tradition. Scottish. Are they? Uh, yeah, because – Where did that come from? Uh, yeah, well, that was probably – I know it was rose petals and flowers, you know, and things in Scotland, but, yeah, anything like that was yeah. sort of – and, you know, used to be sixpence in a shoe because Scottish people are very superstitious. You know, you've got to do things the right way. Um, at, at, uh, for example, on Hogmanay or New Year's Eve, um, I can remember mum saying my grandmother, um, they always insisted my dad, who was very – he looked almost Italian and he was, um, you know, that, that Irish and, and Scottish background, but – his ancestors were Highlanders, so he was tall and dark and he, quite dark, olive skin. Looking at me, you would never think so. <laughs> um, but it was grandma would always say, Arthur, you have to cross the threshold. It was lucky if a tall, dark man crossed the threshold on New Year's Eve. That would set – yeah, they're very super – Really? Yeah. I've never heard and that never, before. And you never put your shoes on the table. And no. That one I know, yeah. yeah no. The sixpence in the shoe, though, is that on your wedding day? Sorry, darling. The sixpence in your yeah, shoe. Yeah, that sort of died out, but there was some reason for that. You know, I'd have to go back and look that up. But what um, about when a baby's born? When when a Scot is meeting a baby for the first time? Is there any tradition there? Like, no, no, I can't really think of, of anything like that. Except you cut the christening cake with a knife, don't you? The oh, yellow yeah. knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Italians. Before I don't yeah. know whether you'd know this, yeah. but we stick money in the baby's hand before we look at a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never heard of that. Or you don't give a handbag without a coin in it. It's oh, bad yes, luck. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's uh, bad. I know oh, that one about the knife. Knife. If you give someone a knife, you, should, you don't. You you, exactly. Give you. Exactly. Yeah. No, they're going to give you like a dollar coin. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But you see, uh, tying the knot actually came from Scotland because that that was a Celtic, even a, I think a Norse tradition. Because you know Scotland was raped and pillaged by by the Vikings. You know, like they had not bitter. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> too soon. My, yeah. my, my Scottish uh, ancestors um, came from Skye, um, the McKinnons, and uh, when we went overseas, um, we're, we're amazed. Um, Skye's a very small island. I don't know if you've been there, and we we. Stock, we went over the sea on a ferry because I wanted to go over the sea to Sky, you know, like that mm. stuff. And you go up the guts of it, and then to the right, there is um, a, a, a ruined castle, and that was Lachlan McKinnon, the old chieftain's um, castle. And we had a, a driver who was wanted to be dropped off at this little town where this um, castle was, and it was where actually the big bridge came over from the from the mainland from Scotland. And uh, and he was, and everywhere you went to Scotland, they'd say, well, you know, no. 
now what would you be doing here? And you'd have to give the whole rundown. I'd say, well, I'm a Macmillan, but my mother was a McKinnon. And, you know, they'd all roll the eyes. Um, <laughs> and he said, well, you're, you're a McKinnon. Well, um, you know, you'd be interested in Saucy Mary's Inn. I said, Saucy Mary's Inn? <laughs> and Malcolm like McKinnon brothel. actually married a Nordic princess called, they used to call her Saucy Mary. And she was very enterprising. She would put a chain across the narrow water that separated Sky and Scotland and she would charge everybody that came through on, at those you know, ships would be coming through at that stage and she actually existed and I've got the photo of Saucy Mary's Inn, you know. Wow. And I was working at school, I was working at Rekha Secondary College at the time and I, I, I sent a postcard back and said, well, I've discovered my ancestor, she was Saucy Mary, I know now where my, <laughs> you know, um, you know, blonde, my children's blonde hair and blue eyes came from and, and you know, of course they all said, well, Saucy Mary, is it any wonder, Jean, you know. They, <laughs> so there's just a fascinating wow. things you find when you, you go back, yeah. Absolutely. And that's probably but, stuff you wouldn't find if you didn't go back. No, and yeah. tie the knot was, you know, the Celtic tradition where you bind hands with uh, cloth or ribbons mm. uh, because it was actually legal up until 19, I think it was 1939, just before the war, uh, because, you know, it was a Catholic nation once Scotland and the priests would only get around once a month to all the little parishes and people would want to get married um, and so the community would do this little ceremony with tying of the knot and they, they were legally sort of bound and married until the priest could get there and, and marry them in a religious sense. Really? And that was actually yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was actually in law until about I think 1939. I might have that wrong but um, it was, was quite a long time. Wow, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Speaking of Celtic tradition Halloween is a Celtic tradition I was reading during now, the... No, I didn't know that. Yeah. What really? Um, so uh, it's got... I was reading this during the week and I can see the paragraph, but I can't really remember it, but it is because <laughs> I wanted to... Someone had said to me, why do kids make such... Like, let's not, you know, yeah. Americanize Halloween. Yeah. And I looked it up and I knew it wasn't an American Halloween. It's a Celtic tradition which celebrates... Um, I want to say it's not harvest, no, but it's... No, actually, isn't it one of the lunar cycles? Yes, it's the moon yeah, cycle right and All yes, Hallows exactly. Eve on yeah, the last exactly. day of... Yeah, yeah for all the crops. Like yeah. The yeah, it is. Yes, I think it was to it do is. with the crops, wasn't it? I think yeah, it is right to do now. with the crops. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, It might be sowing. Yeah. Well, now I've learned something. Yeah, but it is a Celtic tradition because I thought, oh, I thought it might be a pagan... Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an old pagan tradition because that's where a lot yes, of them come yeah, from. Yeah. But no, it's, it was the Celts. And I, I still do get, you know, a couple. some couples want to do the tying of the knot. You know, we bind the hands just before they say the vows to each other. And, uh, yeah, so that's... Cambodians do that. So? Yeah, yeah, I went to a Cambodian wedding and they put... Uh, like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it's a good thing around there. I know within the ceremony. Yeah. Uh, it's and, a band and you have to wear it pretty much all the time after that. Like once you put it on there. Like a wedding it. ring. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you can use different coloured ribbons, which mean, um, you know, yellow can mean happiness and white can mean innocence and green can mean f- fertility. And, of course, that gets a laugh, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, so, yes, lots of things you can weave into it. But um, yeah. most couples these days, though, you know, do want things fairly simple and not too long. Okay. Mm. What's the weirdest one? So I want to know what the weirdest Well, I, I did marry a couple on the uh, st- on the station of the Redcliffe Steam Railway and then they all hopped. We had the big fat conductor there and then all the guests <laughs> and the bride got on the steam train and off they went for a ride. We actually did the ceremony on the station. Wow. Yeah. Big Thomas the Tank Engine fans? Sorry, were they big Thomas the Tank Engine fans? I don't think so. I think I think just I think the big fat conductor came with the with the steam train. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every steam train should have well, a fat controller. Well, it's actually. Yeah. And plenty of champagne. Yeah, we're, we're drinking right. champagne juice. That's not around still now. Yeah. Yeah. So Are you serious? Yeah. Redcliffe's every market day, they run the steam railway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is something. Yeah. 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 How do you not know this? (laughs) I've been meaning to take my kids for years. Yeah. 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 And and I've done done an interesting place. One one I did on the boardwalk in the marina out the front of a a house, you know, right in the marina. It was absolutely terrifying. I was going to fall off because, (laughs) um, you know, I had my sound system and there was the couple and they had quite a large wedding party. It was a lovely blended ceremony. They'd been married before and they had all their children there, which was really lovely. But there was quite a lot of us on this floating boardwalk, you know, out the front. And I thought, any minute now, I'm going to go in. in. Yeah. But you didn't? No. 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 Good. Excellent. Probably a bit more worried about my my PA going in the drink. But yeah. Yeah, no, there's been some interesting places. Um, you know, I've, I've um, gone up to Queensland and married people in a little white chapel up on the hill in Serafino Winery on Beautiful. And Serafino Winery over in McLaren Vale. Yeah, oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, now, I mean, don't know. Patsy and Becky got alcohol, married there. Alcohol seems to be featuring, doesn't mm. it? <laughs> well, it should for a wedding, as it should. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, no, there's some beautiful places. Um, Mount B- Buller, I've done weddings there at the Pinnacle Resort. Oh, you know, wow. Pinnacle yeah, Queenscliff, um, on the beach at Aldinga, um, which was lovely Nice, too. yeah, Adelaide. that's a beautiful yeah, part of the world. Yeah. yeah, I love it over um, there. So you get a bit spoiled, you know, yeah. you mm. these lovely ceremonies in lots of different spots, yeah. I've... Yeah, and I was looking forward to I've, – I've married quite a lot of uh, lovely Broken Hill brides that have come down um, and I was going to have my first one up there and then COVID hit, you know, oh. so – I was disappointed because yeah. they were going to actually get married out at Silverton, you know. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. And that would have been lovely. Yeah, and that would have been great. Have, you know, hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's uh, – they haven't cancelled. They've just postponed. What a brilliant – Silverton's such a yeah. dramatic backdop for wedding well, photos. Yeah, well, I think it's a, it, was a pla- it was going to be at a place called the Mooney Mooney Lookout. Or yeah. Monday, Monday Lookout. Yeah, Monday, Monday Lookout. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so. beautiful. I so love Broken Hill. I was looking forward to that, yeah. Mm. So that was a bit different. You yeah. would have been a bit quiet over the last couple of years. It has been. It's been absolutely devastating for couples, mm. um, you know, apart from, you know, me not doing anything. But um, I've so felt for couples, you know, um, I'm actually marrying someone uh, on the 10th of November this coming month and uh, I think this this will be their fourth or fifth change. Oh, you know, gosh. Day. Yeah, so How it's many of the – yeah, I've heard a lot of people – they're supposed to get married next week. Yeah. There's a lockdown now. So oh, I know. And, you know, night. I think there was one really bad one um, where, you know, he, he they called it, uh, Andrews called it at 10.30 on a Saturday morning. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <coughs> Luckily, I didn't have a wedding, thank God. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there would have been people sitting in hairdressers. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, um, mm, not much you can do about it. Yeah, they have to do what they yeah. have to do, I suppose. But it's been very, and, and it's also uh, the other wedding providers. You know, the um, yeah, the, the florists and, and the florists. Yeah, they caterers. must have lost so much yeah. money, florists. Mm. Yeah, the whole wedding industry's been and it has been absolutely decimated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're. We're back, baby. I was going to say, so well, are tomorrow. you getting, yeah. Well, when's this come out? It'll be today. Yeah. Are you getting um, heaps of inquiries now? Yes, I am, yep. um, uh, which is, is nice. Um, yes, but uh, it, it's it's going to be a very busy next year because, you know, people have piggybacked. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, they've pushed their dates this year yep. for the last few months forward. 
Um, you, so uh, you can write off all your weekends next week, uh, next year then. Yeah. Well, not all of them. No, not all of them. Anyone's out there, contact me. <laughs> are, you, um, are you planning to go back to Scotland at any stage? Oh, now absolutely. That travels, yeah. uh, we, we were planning to go back to Scotland just before. Uh, we were going the whole family. Um, you know, our grown-up kids were coming and we were going to do the whole family roots bit. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. great. Um, I still have cousins in, 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 uh, in uh, Scotland and England yep. and Canada. Canada, mm. uh, and we were going to visit all of those, but we were going to. Now that I've known uh, further down the track, when we first went over in 1986, we didn't have as much info on, uh, you know, um, our family tree. And now we've we've got heaps more. So, mm. um, you know, it would have been it would have been nice because we could have really honed in. On, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, so. Such a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, it is. It is. Especially if you like rain, but it is a yeah, beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is a beautiful part. Well, of the you world. know, there's there's a Scottish. That's another Scottish tradition that uh, if it rains on a, on a, on your wedding it's day, good it, it's good luck. Yeah. Mm. And as we say, well, you know, it probably rains every every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every weekend, exactly. No, probably just covering themselves. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, well, I have to go. To Scotland. I've never been to Scotland. I've been to Wales, and Wales is lovely. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just, yeah. I find the UK. Different after having travelled a bit and living there, yeah. I find the whole UK and Europe fascinating for the fact that you can take all the people out of there and you can lock yeah. it down. But every city and every landscape, because it's got such yes. history Street, that yeah. we know about, yes, it lives right. and breathes on its yeah. own even yeah. when there's no one there. That's very, very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a huge trip to America. Um, uh, uh, our eldest son had a, a big birthday in Vegas and he wanted mum and dad there, so we thought, <laughs> well, well, we better go, you mm. know. And I was scared it was going to be like that, you know, Bradley Cooper movie. <laughs> <laughs> We actually thought we'd never really been interested, I suppose, in going to the States, but uh, Mal, my husband, said, look, if we're going, we might as well, you know, we might never get back there. So we mm. went for nine weeks and we toured right around and I would, we were just blown away by mm. America, I have to say. And Did you so, like it? At the time that Clinton and Trump were debating, so yeah. that was, oh, you know, uh, how things have changed since then. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, their landscape, I couldn't couldn't uh, believe. But as you say, they're a relatively young country. Yeah, right? a young, and they don't, and they're still relatively yes, young yes, cities like yes, Charlotte yes, in North yes, Carolina. Yeah, still a really young city, yes. and it doesn't have that same no. sort of. Um, oh, Boston and New York. Um, oh, Boston's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I could live York, in Boston. Yeah, well, I, I could live in New York. York. Yeah. I could live in New York. Easily. I could live in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I just, could, I would have. Yeah, we had nine yeah. days in New York, and it still wasn't long enough. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. yeah you could live yeah. in New York. Yeah. Sam, did you get to San Francisco? Sorry, darling. Did you get to San Francisco? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah I lived we, in San Francisco. We went for all over. Really, we did. Um, mm. We went to San Francisco, then down that coast, that big surf yep, coast. The one hundred and one. Yep. We did Disneyland. We did Disneyland for seven days, and we could have stayed longer. We were like stupid big really? in Florida yeah. or the one in <laughs> no, LA. No, there's traditional that one in California. Yep. Uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, down, our son said to go to San Diego. We love San Diego. Yep. But um, and it's interesting when you're a celebrant how you find different things like that. We stayed at the Sheraton in San Diego and the event manager there was an Australian. Oh, really? And she heard our accent at breakfast 
one morning, so of course she zipped in, and then she gave me the full tour of what they did for weddings and. Oh. Yeah. Wow! And uh, when I was in Vegas, I did all the wedding chapels. I was going to say, yeah. did you go and sneak in all the wedding chapels? Yeah, you could have a bit of moonlighting and picked up a few gigs. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You wouldn't be licensed in <laughs> they Las Vegas. They do things so differently, you know. Ooh, in uh, in America, of course, anybody could just apply online and do yeah. a two week course on their minister. I was going to say, you're an ordained minister. Yeah, if you they, do that, they can, you know, which is bizarre to me. It How is. long did it take you to become a celebrant? Oh, uh, well, I think it was 18 months all in. Yeah, right. uh, by the I time it was that long. That, they do it much faster now. I, I did mine back in 2008, um, and I did it through a, um, you know, a, a TAFE, mm. um, yeah, an online TAFE, and it was, so it's a bit more. Now they have sort of lots of special training colleges where they sort of whip them through, sort of <laughs> yeah. through in a couple mm. of days or a week or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. There you go, Jade. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I need another job. Thanks, no. Charlie. Mm. You're not busy I'll let enough. Jen, I'll yeah. let Jen uh, take yeah. care of all the cel- no, the celebrating no. celebrant. We'll call yes, you. Yes, I think. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in. It's been a joy. We'll have to do this again. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. The champagne when, was good. Yeah, the champagne yeah, was no, good. It was we'll so get lovely to chatting to you guys too. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much. Yeah. We all will right. talk to you again very soon. All right. And cheers. Cheers. Chin chin. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> the Veil Podcast. Anyway, we can we'll survive without headphones, and we'll edit it later because I am very, very clever, Charlie. Yes. Have you had a good day? Yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah, fantastic. I had a coffee this morning with Uncle Nick. Did you? Yeah, he was. I just wasn't kind of talking. I was kind of actually talking about what we're doing now. Oh. <laughs> I don't care what you did this morning. Oh, I thought you wanted to know exactly what I was doing. No, I mean, great, good for you. Yeah, that was fun. But I don't walk the dog. Actually, I walk the dog past here every day. Yeah, you said you go past a yeah. bit. Should call him. You should call him. <laughs> We'd do coffee here, too. <laughs> Look after the sponsors, Charlie. Yeah. Tony, how are you? Good, thank you. That's good. Now, we need to talk, first of all, your surname. Stockel? Steckel. Steckel. Okay, the, uh, I lost well, the argument. crazy German yeah. names. It had two little dots above the O originally. Oh. And that was going to be my next question, the heritage of it. The ones where, where our, fa- our Grant's family is from Kangaroo Island, and so mm. they say Steckel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the ones in the Riverland, which is where Grant's family originally came from, they say Stokel. Right. So like right. Hayden Stokel, the swimmer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Related? Related. Oh, we keep saying he is. But <laughs> <laughs> the kids jumped on that. <laughs> well, fair enough. Too. Grant looks like he could be a swimmer. He's not a swimmer. Oh, we need to. But we're not cor- going there again. No. Well, we do. <laughs> we have to correct. Out of all of the shtick that we gave Grant last week, the only thing he took out of it was the year of the Bronco. Yeah, the year of the Bronco is actually, I'm corrected, it's 80, 84, not Did 82. Say it? Oh, you said 82. Oh, I okay. said 82. All right, so close. it's an 84. Yep. Sorry, Grant. <laughs> Anywho, we'll move on from that. Let's talk about some of the. So on my way home last week, I stopped and bought a bag of blood oranges. Beautiful. From Mildura Fruit Company? No, from the side of the road. Because I like support, like the road, I love a road. road Yeah, road side thing. Yeah, Yeah, I love them. And I always buy avocados, citrus, but they're still sitting in my fruit bowl. So tell me how to cook them, Tony, because you're Uh, an amazing cook. No, you shouldn't be asking me. You should be asking Brad. (laughs) Well, yes, that's true. He does actually have a recipe in there where he's um, the cake on the next page. Oh, 
the cake. But that, that looks, that roast duck with a nice. Yeah, that was yeah, beautiful. That look, mm. That's the good thing about the food shoots. We get to try everything. So oh. Oh. What days do they happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what do <laughs> <laughs> I come in, in that day? <laughs> I did look at this too, the yeah. pressed dark chocolate cake. Yeah, they were beautiful. And Ooh. there's the... Um, the oranges that he cooks there, the way he does those with the blood oranges would be beautiful like that. Mmm. I'd like to – that looks really complicated for me, though. No, it's not, no, it's not many steps there. Jake, didn't look complicated right. when Brad yeah. did it. Mm. Oh, it's got <laughs> coffee in it too. Actually, you know what? I do enjoy cooking. I just don't do it very often because I don't feel like I've got the time. But I am quite good. I, well, I'm not bad at it. I actually need to go and spend an afternoon with my grandmother, my Italian grandmother. I got ripped off. Couldn't cook to save a life at all. <laughs> but my Auntie Mary can. And I was talking to her the other day and said, I need to come and just do a day mm. where you teach me how to make the well, sauce properly. Who she learn from? Her mother. Because oh. she's my my uncle, my oh, dad's okay. brother's yeah. wife. Yeah. But she's amazing. Um, you got to crack your Thermomix out. I love my Thermomix. There's, there's a recipe in the book that you um, steam oranges, Ooh. so whole oranges. I think the three of them in the basket and oh. steam them for, I don't know, 40 minutes or something. Then you take them out of the basket and you blend them up. <gasps> and you just throw everything else in like almonds and you've got to find that recipe and cook oh. that. That's so easy. I do an orange cake like that. Yeah, so you, you boil two oranges yep. uh, and you just boil them for about 40 minutes. Yep. And then you take them out and you blend them up and I can't remember what else you put in there. What? But this yeah. one's and on so the easy. thermo. Yeah, Super well, easy. see, the Thermomix, is, that's the best, yeah. what I thought was an overpriced blender that I've ever bought in my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much more than an over, overpriced blender. And we had the risotto last week. We did, before, which was delicious. Yeah, which and was that good. beautiful salad that you made. Out of the book. Yeah, that, that you, I consequently yeah. went and bought the cookbook that it was in. <laughs> <laughs> because, and you'd like quite like it, seeing you're still on this vegetarian thing. I don't know how you're making a big deal about this. This has been happening for nine six months. Six months. No, not nine months. March. Shaz, what did he say before? Six months. Well, no, yeah. it's March. So, I don't know, that's probably more. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the other recipes in here, though, because this weather, well, up until yesterday, it was starting to get really nice. So I feel like bougie sort of barbecues. What's coming up in the December issue? Do we know yet? December issue, we actually have a guest chef and he's Ooh. actually sharing. So he's not from here, but he visits here and has friends here. But oh. he's a very prominent Australian chef. So Ooh. he's actually going to have a, a recipe in there for us. Ooh. And I can't tell you. I was going to say, are you going to tell me who it is? <laughs> and again, what day does happen? I can just happen to be Yeah, and so can I. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, we're actually doing the interview over the phone and oh. he'll supply stuff to us. So yeah. we're going to have to try cooking that one ourselves. But we have been sent all of the um, excerpts of his recipe book. So mm. the special codes. We should get him on the pod. Yeah, um, that would be pretty cool. He'd probably Gordon be Ramsey. up for that. It's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> you know, you're not Husey on Mars Singer oh. trying to guess ridiculous oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. people that it could or could. It's not Curtis Stone, is it? No. Oh, damn. Am I close? Nope. Uh, <laughs> is it Poe? If it's Poe, that'd be good. Yeah, I love Poe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, You're really not going to yeah. give anything away, are you? No, I'm not. I mm. can't. Mm. I'd have to kill you. Okay, that's fine. But it's let's Peter talk about are these all are all of these recipes in the spring issue? Mm-hmm. Are these all Brad's? They are. They are Brad's, wow. and Brad's done. A, he, we've worked with Brad a lot over the years, so it'll be. Lovely to get him in a couple of weeks mm. in the chat because um, he's very talented and he loves everything local. So he tries to base his recipes around local produce. Yeah, yeah I love that. Is that cake down at Soluna? Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, maybe we might go down later. Yeah, maybe we should go down there and have <laughs> a piece the of that before yeah. I try and. I don't know whether he has those ones all the time, but he does. You know, obviously they have yeah. special cakes for the day and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. that it's one brilliant. was beautiful with the. You know, you were talking before the blood oranges, mm. that orange sauce at the end. Yeah, oranges and sugar. Ooh, for the burnt orange sauce. Mm. Nom. Beautiful. Nom. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we. When you almost had a segue there, well done, but you missed it. What? To the um, Mildura Fruit Company article that's in here. Speaking of blood oranges, yep. that's also an interesting read, and I can't find it. No, I've got it. You've right got your own issue yeah. over there now, so you can't spend time finding mine. It's unfortunate. No. There it is. Yeah. Oh, there. No, just that's in front not of that. it. Oh. Well, that's conveniently located just in front of the recipes. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought your editor knows what she's doing? <laughs> Lucky someone Look does at first. that. Um, I, to be honest, I haven't read the whole um, entire article, but I probably will now. Um, they've been around, like they've been here for oh. over a century too, so. Wow. Yeah, right. Yep. And constantly evolving, yep. you would have to in the fruit Definitely. game. Going yeah. in there is pretty amazing. It's a huge setup. Yeah. We've got a lot of when you go around the district, Robinvale, Weeman, Mildura, like around there are some huge mm. setups around here. Like especially Weeman and Karina, you've got Select Harvest with the processing plant there. Carrots. Then the carrots. carrots. I went into Lamartina shed the other day and they've just put pistachios in as well. Oh, like wow. that's something crazy, like mm. six acres of shed. Yeah. It's insane. We've been lucky enough with the magazine to go out to a lot of those places too. Mm. So we've been through the carrots. That's incredible in there. Yeah. It's incredible. Huge. Yep. And, and who would um, have ever the thought? garlic place too. We went out there. Yeah. And, yep. Came out smelling like garlic, but it was. Uh, they're picking at the moment, and the because we live next door. Oh, okay. So the spuds and the garlic and the almonds, all in like that would make a nice salad. Could we get Brad to make up a salad? Yeah, maybe you could. Like spuds, just spuds, garlic, some carrots. Yeah, well, mm. but this is and the, almonds and almonds yeah. exactly a bit yeah. of crunch for some yeah. texture. See, I watch MasterChef. The salad we had today had carrots in it. It was delicious. Yeah. That salad of Brad's. The um, oh. Yunang salad. And these wontons. Oh, yeah. the wontons are amazing. And I love a dumpling. Mm. Now, we were talking about, we're going to talk to Brad about his food and hopefully he can bring more food in for us um, in a couple of weeks. But next week, you guys are coming to the Vale. We are. Yay! It's Thelma and Louise plus one. <laughs> plus one. <laughs> please don't drive your car into the river. I was going to say, please <laughs> yeah. don't. Um, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to pop in and visit Bobby. Fantastic. Yeah. And you're going to stay at the Jack. We are. Hooray. Yes. And have some burgers. Best burgers in Victoria. But anyway, so next weekend, so we're going to record at Bobby's. Yes. And talk to the ghost. Yes. And Sharon's going <gasps> oh, to be no. there. Imagine, imagine that, though. Because, you know, on the ghost shows, my ghost shows, how oh they do God. their. Um, it's not going to happen. Paranormal. Yeah. The yeah. EVPs. The. What is it? Voice phenomenon. Oh, you might get oh, electronic voice phenomenon. Oh, this is exciting. Anyway, Tony, we will talk to you um, next week. Yep, perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> the Vale Podcast. Oh. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> See? How good is that? You're not bad, yeah. are you? Um, it's the only thing I can do. <laughs> what, bring us back in yeah. after a break? Yeah. Oh, you do that. You do it very well too, yeah. Charlie. You do it very well. We need to talk about the elephant in the room really quickly. What? Melbourne Cup? No, that's not the L. <laughs> oh, hail. There was hail. <laughs> there was no. Hail. Um, the resignation of our CEO. Oh, that Can one. we just talk about that really quick? Oh, that one. Yeah. 
I suppose. You don't old care news. anymore. It's old news. Well, it is old news, but I feel like we should talk about it anyway. Anyway, he's resigned, so that's a shame. Moving on. Um, what are we say? No, I don't think we need to say anything, but I feel like we just should acknowledge that this is what it's come to, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. And he won't be alone. There'll be plenty of others. but. Uh, so, yeah, on the lookout for a new uh, CEO. Mm. Looking for a job? Uh, I haven't got enough time. <laughs> Um, I'll get my resume together. So here we go. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe we need an interim and one at the. I saw the pay. That's not a bad little pay packet, and probably not enough for the work that he did. To be it's honest, like over two hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Shaz, well, looking for a job. Yeah, it's one Yeah, yep. See. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is awkward. Just telling you, co-workers. Are, so I was <laughs> <laughs> she's left once before. She'll yeah. just come straight back. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things She's that, you know, treat a man, keep and keep. Yeah. She'll leave and then right. come back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do we need to talk Oh, we'll talk about Melbourne Cup in a minute, but I feel like there was something else we needed to talk about locally. I don't know. Did we get hail? Oh, I think uh, some oh, places did Nangela a little bit. definitely did. Yeah. yeah. They got big ones too, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. The size yeah. of limes. Not, not a good time for uh, hail, well, especially for the crops. No, the crops, are. they'll be over in Oyen. They're... In the next week, 10 days, they'll be getting into yeah. harvest. Even vines, same thing. Yep. Almonds would be the same. Almond, be off Luke was so stressed out last night yeah. during the wind that he, he was awake in the middle of the night because he just thought, I'm losing $5 million worth of nuts yeah. on it's the ground. It's just the one thing you can't control. It's just no. the, and, that's, and that's what he said. He goes, usually I don't yeah. stress about it because I can't, can't control, control it. it. Like the fertigation programs and stuff he does stress about because that he's in control. Yeah. But the yeah. wind you normally doesn't stress, but he couldn't yeah. sleep last night during that wind. No, it was, it was mm. mad. It was, it was mad. So, yeah, it was mad. Yeah. And I hate wind. Yeah. I felt like the windows were Yeah. Mad. Yeah, same. And my poor puppies. I kept saying to Luke, I need to let – the dogs used to sleep inside with me all the time until they're just too big to do that now. But I did say to him, I need to bring the dogs inside. Poor puppies. They're out there in a storm. Oh. Well, Harley that night – God, he's a mug. He never barks. <laughs> so – but I'm like, he was barking like uh, in the back door and then I ran to the bedroom window so he could just make – so I give my attention. So I let him in thinking that would shut him up for a bit. He just stood outside of my bed just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted a cuddle. No, he went back outside. Is he a shaker, wow. he a shaker too? No, nah, he wasn't too bad. But I can't sleep in it with those conditions. <laughs> you can't? <laughs> with someone staring at me. <laughs> and you can hear him this breathing. This could be why you're not married, Charlie. <laughs> you can hear him breathing. You can hear him breathing like, 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 like almost breathing on you. Like, oh, my God, go away. Oh, you ma- the only reason I didn't let my dogs in is because they'd been in the swimming pool or out in the rain. So I just, no. Anyway. So, yeah, weather, CEO. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, Mildura Living. <laughs> There's this mag- There's a really cool magazine. Yeah, yeah, that really cool magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who else are you going to go and um, visit next week? Oh, well, we would like to get around as many as we can. Next week we'd love to call in and see... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you got a hit list there of businesses? Yeah. You want? <laughs> a little bit, without yeah. sounding too, you know. Oh, well, we, yeah. We You'll to, be at we the Jack. To fam- yeah, well, we need mm. to familiarise ourselves mm. with. You really should. Yeah. It's a good place. With Rumble Bob. Mm. You know, it's, 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 the magazine is Sunraysia. Mm. Yeah. And on the byline... Um, the best of Sunraysia from Wentworth to Robin, Robin Vale. Exactly. Yeah, she says yeah. it on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we do need to, yeah, we want to include the whole of Sunraysia mm. in the magazine. Spend a bit more time in so Robin Vale. That's what this is about. Yes. 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 Awesome. We actually, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. The Robin Vale Riverfront Master Plan has been 
um, probably talked about for the last 20 years. We actually had the second consultation meeting yesterday. Oh, okay. Really well. Oh, good. So Brad Baldock was on, you know, Brad from yes. Parks. Yeah. Very, very knowledgeable bloke. Um, so having him there to when I have stupid ideas, and I do have stupid ideas a lot of the time, like let's plant some fruit trees and showcase everything we grow in Robinvale, and he goes, Jade, fruit fly. Oh, yeah, okay, yep, okay. <laughs> so it was good for that type of yep. just don't get overexcited. And, um, but there's some exciting stuff there. Oh, good. It's going to cost us millions and millions of dollars if we get everything that was highlighted, but well, that's good. fun. Will we get the money, though? Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, eventually, in stages probably, but... Yeah, I would think so eventually. I can be very persuasive. She's just annoying. People yeah. say, all right, have some money, go away. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's what you've got That's to do. That's what I did with yeah. the leisure centre. You just yeah. be a prickle in people's socks until they go, oh, fine, just leave me alone. Stop emailing. Oh, yeah. Saturday morning, we're coming for a tour of the Romavale Golf Club. Oh. Wait, is that officially open? We've got Saturday, no. but we can do either. We can do either, whatever works in. Friday, yeah, sweet. Saturday. Okay. You need to organise that. Oh, do I? Okay, cool. Just by the bar. Come on. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, no, they're not open. The motel is not open. Oh, can we – while yes, we're talking sad. about the golf That's club. Bit of sad. Yeah, yeah, really devastatingly heartbreaking news is that Peter McIntosh passed away. Yeah. Must have been Wednesday, so Tuesday been night. president of the golf club. Um, oh. 46 years he's been involved. Oh, my goodness. Uh, mm. Yeah. Really sad. And all he wanted to do was see the motel and the resort oh. open. And he got to actually open it. Well, we had a – a scheduled opening mock-up one. Yeah, yeah, well, we did have it scheduled in twice and then COVID lockdown stopped it from happening, but he yeah. got to come home and um, at least see the plaque because he was going to open it and stuff. So, yeah. But it's still not open yet because the steps are not complete. Yeah, so now thoughts go out to the whole Macintosh family. Mm. Yeah, they Robin's really had a bit do. of a hard time. Oh. Poor thing. God, my heart so. breaks for Robin. really yeah. does. And the family. And, and Ross. And James. Yeah. Terry. Um, so. Yeah, it's always a hard time. Yeah. It is very much so. Um, so, but the golf club, yeah, you should come and do a yeah, tour. Absolutely, mm. we're and looking we forward to coming yeah. and having a look. The new entrance is finished. Good. They've taken so away the misspelled signs. Uh, yeah, it's good. When it mm. actually opens, uh, I want to actually book a room. Well, I think it? they're they're going to do like. Um, well, you're not on the committee, and you don't have any anything oh, to do with Romvale anymore. But so you no. can pay for yours. But I well, think they are going to do like for mills with. Different, oh. like the committee at least, just to do a run through and make sure that the stay is okay, and then the breakfast afterwards, and iron out any teething problems and stuff, which is good. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's all very exciting. Yeah, no, that's great. So, mate, um, we went camping on the weekend, and um, my husband was tidying up the van, and he ran into someone as he was doing it, and they went, "Oh, we've just been to Robinvale for two nights in our van, mm. stayed over." Mm. And went and had a meal, and they raved about it. Yeah. Oh, cool. oh that's good. Yeah. That's <laughs> great well, feedback. That's really timely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because yeah, we're trying to. Yeah. Where did they have a meal? Um, the at the golfie. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. feed at the yeah, golfie. Yeah, sure, it was the golfie. Yeah. Club. But also, yeah. uh, the Asian restaurants in Rumbal are pretty good. Oh, yeah, they are. They're yes. amazing. Yes. So, yeah. and there's yeah. what three of them? Now? I agree. We've stopped. We stopped. Yeah, three. There's one we stop at as we're going through from time to time. I can't remember the one on the main road or the one down Rainbow Inn. The the main road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. They're all very good. Yeah. Mm. Trouble is, I'm really fussy when it comes to my spring rolls and dim sims. So I'll get spring rolls from one and dim uh, sims from the oh other. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a I know. Look. And dumplings from uh, the Bromley. Well, well no, because Quentin – oh, yeah, they are nice. Yeah. But Quentin Jude taught me how to make dumplings, so I make my own now. But Brad's were – they kind of trumped yeah. that a little bit. I like the way I say Quentin Just a little Jude. bit. Jude taught me how to make dumplings (laughs) and gave me the recipe. Now, 
Let's talk about Melbourne Cup. Oh, oh. No. I don't really care. <laughs> no, you don't now. But it, it's Dude, yeah, okay. Oh, there is See, everybody else cares, Charlie. Just because you don't care about something well, doesn't mean no one cares about things. <laughs> to uh, the listeners out there, we've already done this, and she's cut it out. Well, no, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> cut it out. Different things have come up and happened since we record a weekly podcast the week before. So next week we've got uh, Donna Campisi, the unlikely marathoner. Oh, she's amazing. We've done a story on Yeah. Yeah, she was on. She yeah. said that. Next yeah. week. So she's going to be on next week's episode. Yeah. But we did record that on Monday, which was going to be on this week's episode. But um, Jan was such a beautiful oh, storyteller. Wow. How good is she? Amazing. I could sit there. Everyone that meets Jan yeah. loves oh, her. She's you like could sit and, and she would have stories about mm. all sorts of things like her heritage and then, yeah. you know, her sister and all the work her sister did. Like after I'd hit, stopped recording, she was talking about how her sister had a lot to do with um, – did a lot of work within parishes and making things easier yeah. in, in the yeah. Catholic parishes and things. Like, fascinating. Yeah. Especially for someone that said, oh, I don't really have a story. Yeah. Rubbish. <laughs> she has a story. And she's been a steadfast throughout the magazine the whole time. Yeah, really the good. Whole really time. big supporter. Yeah, so good. So, but let's talk about, so Donna will be next week. Right. But let's talk about the Melbourne Cup. This is the one day of the year that I do actually play. Something. Yeah. Oh, unless I'm, I'm the same. This is another time. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that uh, the trots are on still here in Mildura. Yeah, trots are still on everywhere. Races are still on everywhere. You just can't have crowds. Yeah. I won a little bit of money on the uh, gallops in Swan Hill the other day. Wow. I know. That the highlight of your week? Pretty much. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, apart from today, that was the highlight of my week, Charlie. It hasn't been a great one. Let's just say that. (laughs) Oh. Do you go by by their name? I usually pick them by their name. No, I usually look at the trainer and then the jockey. and I just go, no. I don't know. I don't don't get horse racing, but I feel like the person who comes second in the Caulfield Cup will win the races. And that's happened a bit. Yeah, it does happen a fair bit. Also, normally the winner of the Caulfield Cup as well. If you can run the Caulfield Cup, then that's pretty much your training run for um, for the Cup. But I still can't see the list of horses. Have you got the list of runners? Oh, do you want it? Yeah, please. Well, you want me to go through every one no, of them? No, no. <laughs> Shaz, do you know? You know who you're putting money on, or you're no, just no, going to no. write down some tips? Like I said, I, I, if I do, I'll probably look at who came second in the Caulfield, and they'll. Who else did I have money on? Probably be my favourite, but I also look at um, their trainer, and that makes me. Uh, and I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I actually don't. I do do Melbourne Cup. Gay Waterhouse is back in. Yeah, we'll see, she'll uh, probably mm. win. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know about that. Has she ever won? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've left a lot. Fun, fun fact. Speaking of which, did you bring in any – you should have brought an animal fact about a horse. Oh, no, because I, I already have one for this week. Next week. <laughs> You're confused, aren't you? Yeah. But fun fact was one. It's paying, It's 301. But you know what? I put that on in your honour. Oh, yeah. yeah good. If it does win, up. you're not having the money. Oh, just so yeah, no. Oh. Anywho, so that's oh. that's my hot tip. Fun fact at 300 to oh, 1. Oh, I thought we were coming up with a fun fact. That's yeah. a oh. No, no, no. That's the horse. And that's why that's why I put money on it. Wow. Wouldn't hurt even to put a you know couple yeah. of dollars on that at 300 yeah. to 1. Yeah, 100 to 1. Yeah. It's a weekend away to Robin Yeah. Well, it's 300 to 1 for a good reason. <laughs> It won't it'll, win. It'll probably fall over. Oh, for a place, though. What's it for a place? Yeah, oh, 76, I think. Yeah, yeah so, you know. Stranger things have happened, though. Wasn't yeah. there one not not long ago that was yeah. paying ridiculous odds? Come in. Yeah. I don't know if it won, but it come in second or something. Yeah. 
So, you know, possibly. I usually like to hedge my bets and just put a dollar on each one. Yeah. <laughs> just have a good day. Just have a good day. I do it's love the races, though, and I've really missed it the last couple of years. I yeah. love frocking up and going yeah. to the races. Yeah. Because it's champagne in the sun. Such a good mix. Manang races was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Manang races was called off this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. It was yeah. supposed to be our netball trip and that just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, right, that's enough champagne for today, ladies and Charlie. Oh, thanks, thanks, everyone. Thank you. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Find more local stories in Mildura Living Magazine. Spring issue out now.